Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. Join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While there, be sure to view and post on the forums by clicking on the forums button. If you want to interact with this show, please click on the chat button to learn how you can join us in Internet Relay Chat. If you want to email us during the show or anytime, the email address is ch at wcradio.com. And while you are on the website, please click on the donate button to see how you can support WC Radio and all its shows. Be sure to check out all the other fantastic shows on WOW Radio. And now, on with the show. Casually Hardcore, live on WOW Radio. Tangent Alert! For Sunday, the 24th of May, 2009, this is the extended pre-show for Octail and Hordak versus the World's Rantathon 2009. No, actually, it's Casually Hardcore with myself, Gnomewise. And myself, Violet. And myself, Grail. And myself, Gnora. Grail and Gwenora are joining us via the miracle of the intertubes, so you may notice a slight amount of lag. Also, because we are broadcasting from the secret mountain lair, we are sending the stream out at 56 kilobit, uh, so your web player might need to be refreshed. Sorry about that. And sorry for the lower quality sound, but it was either that or no show. No show. So here we are. Hey, don't make me come over there. Oh, wait, that's a really long drive. Yeah, Which we're going to make later today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see how the attitude yeah. comes out when he's not across the table from me? And yeah, sitting next to me with an easy smacking distance. Uh-huh, I'm coming for you. I know where you live. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I, will also, um, I will also mention the fact that we have zero containment um, and almost no distraction for our six-year-old. So the likelihood that Nemesis is going to make multiple angry runs in here since we just angrily ordered him out of the room a minute ago is, is high. And that's that's <laughs> just a challenge for him. It's like, oh, really? You can see it passing across his eyes. O-R-L-Y. I will show you. Slowly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, there will be payment for this later. I must break you. We also have a uh, a dog in the room with us, and we'll see exactly how well he does, considering I'm holding my laptop on my lap. What a concept. Yes, for this show. We'll see how long the battery lasts. <laughs> it's kind of getting old now, my poor little laptop. So the first section is tangent. Of and course. Before we go into that, we should uh, thank our good monkey. Oh, you know it. Gotta As remember. usual, in the IRC channel, we have our IRC rep, the Ooh, amazing monkey. Good monkey. If you have anything you wish to bring to our attention, please send a personal message to Ooh, the amazing monkey. Good monkey. Otherwise, no. And he will bring it to monkey. our attention. 
<laughs> yes. Otherwise known as Muggy. Don't confuse yes. them. They might send them to the wrong person. <laughs> Is there someone in the Ooh. channel named The Amazing Muggy? Someone's going to do gonna, that one week, and we're going to... I'm going to change my screwed. nick just for that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I do apologize that I am not at the dance party this week. Um the intertube connection up here is not really strong enough to handle all of the stream plus playing wow in the background to come to the dance party and since i didn't want to crash the show yes. i decided i had to skip on the dance party today and also the lag between when we speak and when irc gets the messages much higher than usual so our interaction with uh the black void is going to be a. Uh, Slower or slower on the uptake anyway than usual. So, what you been doing all week, Gwen? Uh, I was actually in a training class. I was actually learning how to be a general instructor for the city. Excellent. I get to do presentations in front of people. Oh, is he sparkly? He was dead sexy. Ladies out there, if you're listening... Gwenora, dead sexy. Uh huh. <laughs> Cleans up nice, as they say. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's see. I started vacation on Thursday, so I had uh, Wednesday was crazy. I was at work till eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, and then Thursday and Friday was um, Nemesis's last day of kindergarten. <laughs> so they did the celebration of learning, aka the graduation, which I think they're going to do at every grade level, and it's going to be old very quickly. Yes. Yes, they are. As a matter of fact, one of the guys that was in my training class was at his yesterday was wait, what's today? Sunday. Friday morning he was came in late because he had to go to his daughter's eighth grade graduation ceremony. It lasted for like two and a half hours. Uh, he was like, she... It didn't need to go that long. I, yeah, it's kinda silly. At least with the kindergarten one, they have you in the kids' classroom, so there's only 20 kids, 22 kids. So even if they say something about every kid, which they did, Nemesis is, um, let's see, the things he loved to study. He liked the animals unit with mm-hmm. bears. They did this for every kid. Do you like bears? Yeah, I think that's actually why he picked it. <laughs> um, and then uh, he's a star at computers. Gee, I wonder. Shocker. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they went through all of that, and, and he didn't know what he wanted to study in first grade because he wasn't there yet. Bears with lasers. That's what he said. Exactly. So it was pretty funny. Um, but it is one of those moments where every parent has a camcorder. Oh, yes. Or, and they're all snapping pictures with their cell phones, and it was just disturbing on this so many levels the shape actually of parenting in the 21st century in a metro area i guess well, well and it's, it's one of those things where it's like they expect all the parents to have like you're taking the day off work apparently yeah yeah we had uh myself and dex's uh son Aridin, i guess that's his death knight who dinged 80 so i gotta give a shout out to that um Woo-hoo! shout out he, uh, he did, yeah, the graduation from sixth grade. Now, at least in this one, I can understand because he is going to a new school now. So there is movement in that regard. But, yeah, it was like two and a half hours. Wow. Oh. See, I'm telling you, it, it, it's, it is. It's torture. They're, they're deliberately trying to torture the parents. Okay, the Black Void, good Moogie. Nice try, but it was the amazing Muggy. So... 
Come back later. <laughs> the slightly above average muggy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smarter than the average muggy. Smarter than the average bear. Smarter than the average bear with laser. Yeah. Okay, so I had a, a technology thing I just wanted to comment on. Um, Sky and I were talking, Nomise and I were talking on the way up, and um, essentially saying, uh, I said I spotted the new... Uh, iPod shuffle mm-hmm. out there, which is like, it looks like a little tiny half size USB uh, stick. stick almost. But then the controller for the shuffle is actually in the wire going up to the headphones. And I commented that I hated the design, um, even though it was a two gig instead of a one gig um, shuffle in the previous generation shuffle you could get in either the one or the two gig version. Um, but it was, it, it, I, I hated it. It's just like it lost some of the form factor and appeal to me. Um, and he commented that, well, yeah, notice the little controller in the wires. That means you can only use that wire. Or one that has the licensed chip from Apple. I thought it was, I thought it was a massive step backwards in design. So, Steve Jobs, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> fail. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, it's like we got it. We're actually on the hunt now for old shuffles. What were you stroking, like, Gwen? Say that again. You were stroking our collective ego to think that Steve Jobs was actually listening to us. <laughs> what, Stevie? No, he always listens. He's the man. <laughs> no, he plays a gnome death knight. Believe well, it. We also have uh, you know JJ Abrams every now and then tunes into the show. And let's see who else could we pull out of thin air? Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon oh, listens God, to the show. Oh. Um, Look at all, all the script ideas see. he's stolen. Jeez. Yeah. Who else? Uh, who else could we like magically conjure into listening to the show? Um, who could tune into IRC Delusions and change their names to JJ <laughs> Abrams? JJ <laughs> Abrams. Yep. I'm trying to think of who else. Um, who knows? Yeah, we'll come up with something fun. All those entertainers. I hear uh, Nimoy downloads us on podcast. Nimoy. Nimoy, But see, he has someone transfer it to vinyl because he's old school. Oh, that's that's hardcore. Transfer it to vinyl. (laughs) Now that's an archive, people. I've heard, uh, looking at the uh, Black Void, there was the question posed that because of this long delay, are we actually broadcasting from the future? And to Elusive Sam, yes, and it's okay, that glass was going to break either way. (laughs) (laughs) But what's really going to mess you up is, would you have broken it if we didn't say anything? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And it is absolutely true what they say, the future is so bright, we all have to wear shades. Wear shades, yes. Absolutely. Yes, that's because we've burnt away the entire ozone. <laughs> Stop! Doesn't sound nearly as cool <laughs> when you give them all the facts. Vibes, man. Do not oh, harsh man. my mellow, man. Do not we were me. also uh, also talking and co- we were in conversation on the way up. One of the things I actually like about coming to the cabin is the drive because I get three hours of actually just talking to my spouse and. That never happens, and we're typically not talking about who's done the laundry, who's taking the kid where, who's going to the grocery store, who's going... It's all that... All that crap gets set aside, and we get three hours to actually talk. Well, we we usually burn through the crap in the first hour, and then we have two hours of, well, hey, let's talk about the stuff that we really enjoy. Yeah. Wow, this never happens, because we're old and parents and... (sighs) By the way, thank you all. You make us feel very young. Oh, it's pretty funny. (laughs) We um so are we going to talk when we get to our actual
actual physical content part. Are we going to um, talk about the raid last night? Oh, yes. That'll definitely yes. be part of that. Okay. Oh, absolutely. All right. That'll be there. Then I will save my comments. I will save my comments. Now, they did announce, uh, I believe, Friday, a uh, little bit of hint as to what the 3.2 content will be. Just a taste. Uh, just a taste. Just a appetizer, the things you eat before you eat so that you're hungry. Yeah, appetizer. Expansion on the Argent Tournament. So I believe the big building will be completed. And all they say about that is it will contain challenging content for 5, 10, and 25-person groups. Yep. But we don't know are the instances. Is this a new form of... Questing, I'm hoping personally for some kind of a new mechanic. Not just 5, 10, and 25 men like Vault of Archivon type thing. Though they could cheap out and do that. We'll see. Yeah. Depends how fast they're looking to release it. This is true. Indications are pretty soon. Right. So. Do go on. Oh, those pieces. I mean, those seem to be focused on the PVE crowd because um, it also mentions new dailies, uh, and of course, rewards and such. So I'm sure you're there, they may expand out the champion token uh, avail- uh, purchasing availability. And then the, other, the other side is on the PVP side, which is a new battleground, the Isle of Conquest, which mm-hmm. is a large scale one. My guess is it's laying siege again, so I'm sure we're going to see all the vehicles in their glory. And uh, a new arena season, so season seven. Very nice. There's been some, some speculation about the Isle of Conquest being basically a re engineering of Lake Wintergrasp to try and solve some of the uh, scaling issues they've had with Wintergrasp, where basically. At times, Wintergrasp by itself has had the ability to bring an entire server to its knees, including instances, which makes no sense. So, scaling problems, you're talking about hard water buildup? Sure! (laughs) Sorry. Welcome to Casually Home Improvement here on WoW Radio. Um, Yeah. I am your handyman, Gnomewise. Speaking of, we have a hole in our kitchen ceiling. There's a hole in the ceiling, dear I.O., dear I.O., Oh, yeah. We uh, were eating breakfast the other morning, and, and, and there was a drip. And uh, we looked up, and, and yeah, now there's a big hole in the ceiling of our kitchen, which is in between the, the you know, it's got the first floor and the second floor of the house, and the master bathroom's right over that. So I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> How much damage is there going to be up there? I was convinced I was going to open that up and there was going to be a thriving ecosystem. Well, Lord only knows how long it had been leaking. Not long, apparently. Yeah, apparently. It basically just tunneled through (laughs) that little bit of sheetrock and a little bit of, you know, spackle, some duct tape, and we'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) What what his suggested solution was, um, take a a little tin, like a pie tin, Mm -hmm. and stick it under there and just seal that in there because it's actually warm enough that it will will evaporate all of the water. So that's enough room to collect the water and it'll just evaporate out and we don't actually have to repair the pipe. It's a tiny little (laughs) drip and I'm lazy and cheap. Uh, Someone is so going to make a drop in out of that phrase. I'm doomed. That's your easy and cheap? Hush. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is exactly what she said. Will you study the obvious? Yep. And I just so. did the silence drop in for those of you on Skype who couldn't hear it. So silence. <laughs> <laughs> like that's ever stopped this. Yeah. 
They're even more bold now that you're not looking them in the face. This actually, you guys are really glad that you're not up here because we're all slimy. We opted not to shower before the show. Oh, yeah. Thank I you for sharing, like, honey. Half hour before the show, I'm like, ah, crap, my alarm didn't go off. <laughs> <laughs> Better get this stuff set up. <laughs> yeah, it was so- kind of funny. I walked in and I'm looking at him and he's got like lines from the pillow on the yeah. side of his face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm, just roll out of bed, huh? <laughs> just rolled out. Shut up. <laughs> His hair's kind of lumpy on one side. It was great. Prepared oh, man. for dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you're saying your dreams are influencing the show this morning. Hey. I, I had that had that moment where the, uh, the, the cabin up here is ancient, and um, the mice are bold. Yes, they have penetrated the perimeter. Okay. Are these oh. cool cooking mice like ratatouille? Not so much. Um, uh, well, they certainly are invading the kitchen with a regular basis, mm. and um, they are not. They are. Shy. They are not afraid. <laughs> and they're fast too. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I'm like, we gave up a a, a set of uh, um, hot, hot dog, dog buns. <laughs> Sacrificed them. (laughs) It didn't help. They went after stuff the next night, too. Because we were dumb, and we we crashed after the raid and didn't clean anything up. So what did they expect, exactly? Little mouse footprints. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we have... um, we have some exterminating to do up here, I think. Exterminate! Some traps to lay. No, 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 no! <laughs> so, Grail, how was your week? It was good. I just, I'm looking at IRC, so I gotta give it. This is a great line from Jaff. Hey, baby, I'm just like Baron Rivendare. Suave, sophisticated, sexy, and if you're lucky, I might just drop your pants. <laughs> That's That's so wrong. (laughs) That was fantastic. (laughs) Somebody write that down. That needs to be a drop in. (laughs) Show intro. Good stuff. Um, My week was good. My my alt priest is now level 80, as well as Dax is level 80. So (laughs) we were able to start uh, cranking in some heroics. Um, Yeah, baby. I'll let Daxo, when the next time she's on, can kind of speak towards her experience in there, which involved uh, visits with the spirit healer, because, well, enhancement shamans don't have much ways of mitigating stuff. Um, no. But for so the, I'm looking at you, yeah. says the boss. From the priest side, I mean, and we'll talk a little bit. I know our main content section is going to probably focus us on our experience in Nax, but we did do Obsidian Sanctum before Nax, and yes, I was able to actually heal with my priest through that and did pretty well. It, it worked out okay. I yeah, think. I didn't hear any complaints. And I was boomkin. Yes. And it worked. So I, I was pretty happy. The, I've been witnessing... My wife, who's actually gotten some some playtime in lately, which is an amazing thing in and of itself, and seeing her going out and doing daily quests and just questing in general as a full DPS character for the first time in her history of playing the game. Mm -hmm. I've always been healer, healer spec'd, resto spec'd. And just watching her over there going... Oh, yeah, because, you know, it's like run around, gather them up, and then hurricane them to death, 
and your hurricane's ticking for 1600 1800 a pop, and it's like, oh, I'm very, very happy. So, yeah, I get to live. That's the part. And it's faster, so much faster, which I've never gotten the chance to experience before. So yeah. I am doing a lot more dailies. There was no point doing dailies when I was pure resto spec and it took... He's not doing them alone. Well, it took forever. I needed an escort to do anything. So it was, you know, I don't mind being retrospect. I really love it for, from the group and the raid standpoint. Um, it was fun doing a heroic yesterday and getting to DPS my way through uh, Violet Hold um, heroic. And that was nice. Yeah. And uh, our group leader complimented me and said, you did great DPS. Thanks. And it was awesome. Yeah, fun, fun, fun. Another good, good shout out for dual spec. Yeah. Um, although apparently, and this will get read out later, that dual specs still can't fix stupid. No, that is so a great email. Definitely going to read that one out later. Someone in the group will. Yeah. There was, there was actual competition as to who's going to get to read this one out. Yeah. There will be some <laughs> kind of throwdown. Well, I'll have to like slash roll in in IRC. I think. Yeah. I think hey, the uh, the chatbot does that. What's ready? My worn troll dice. Worn troll dice. Well, my. Uh, Platinum seal of Dalaran is ready as well. You're flipping so. coins. Titanium seal of Dalaran, rather. Yeah. I I really did enjoy the war and troll dice last night. That was funny. Thank you for starting the roll spam in IRC. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. See the power. There you go. My work here is done. Ugh. Hey, I'm still winning the roll. But you haven't slayed no, all of you. No, I haven't yet. Okay, I'm saving the that person for, with the, with for the really, really disturbing name. I know that's one of Pedo Bear's friends, but still, Yahweh, I'm not going to say that. No, that ain't right. Okay. Though we did notice, and I, I, I still haven't had a chance to talk. Our babysitter is this very nice young lady from who's a student at the school. Uh, yeah, she's IO lovely, young, lovely, lovely young lady. She's getting ready to graduate robotics and embedded systems. Really smart. But I pulled in behind her vehicle the other day. And she's got a decal on the back of her car. So the casually hardcore sticker? No, it's Pedo Bear. And I wonder if she knows what that is and what that represents. That's furry, right? No. No. Yeah, what is that? I have no idea. Pedo Bear is a little, it's just a little bear sticker. It is this thing that on 4chan has come to represent... uh, Pedophilia. Pedophilia, basically. Uh, basically. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. No, it's not. And I'm, I'm wondering if she knows what, what exactly she has in the back of her car. Okay, but understand that, that this particular... Well, you, you could guess that, but my guess is that she absolutely does know, and she's putting it on there, going... Try, like, putting it out there either to shock people or to, um, like... Find make, people. Make people be... She's... Uh, hangs out in our um she does robotics and embedded systems as her major but she hangs out with all of our security guys so what she gets all of our security majors so a lot of times they'll put themselves out there and play these little social engineering experiments to see what they can find when they do them mm-hmm. so it could be a social engineer we, we we have regular consultations with our attorney to make sure our students aren't going to get us in trouble because they do <laughs> gotcha. really in really intriguing things sometimes 
Nice. So it wouldn't surprise me if she just on her own initiative knows exactly what that is and is just trying to screw around with people. Wouldn't be the first time. Probably won't be the last either. (laughs) In case any of you who have tuned in earlier are wondering, uh, following Casually Hardcore today will be the 2009 Rantathon edition of Octail and Hordak versus the World, which means they start talking and they don't don't stop. stop. And our dog is here in the room with us because we're keeping him separate from the nemesis because they torment each other. And he's falling asleep and he's dreaming and, and whimpering. Whimpering and crying in his sleep. He's going... Twitching, twitch, twitch. So if you hear... You know, if you, you hear, hear a dog noises, whimpering in the background, he's asleep on the ground yeah, behind we're not, us. We're just not doing strange things to him. Like having some sort At of... This time. At this time. There you go. Honest. Thank you. <laughs> so... <laughs> Never have told Gwen to go over to Grails. I really think Oh, no. Maybe. Absolutely not. I'm not going to be a proxy smacker for you. Uh huh. Proxy smacker. You can do your you own for. I was going to say, what are we talking about here? What? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was another one of those terms I didn't know the meaning of. Uh-huh. Remember? Ah. <laughs> oh. There are too many of them out there that I have no idea what they are, and apparently... I love you, you're innocent. It's really scary that I'm that naive. Well, if you go to, like, UrbanDictionary.com, pretty much any phrase you say can have a a sexual context. Yes. (laughs) And I'm not surprised by this in the least. Is it, what, Rule 42... Uh, there's a rule out there on the internet, and it's another 4chan creation, that basically, if you can imagine it, there's already porn of it somewhere on the internet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a news group supporting it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, a, and a support group to recover from it. Truly exactly. hideous. Hello, Nemesis. Nemesis has come in. What a shocker. Oh, and, pretty. Where's and he's got a little grin on his face. Uh, oh, no, it's more like, what do you want? <laughs> he has a mac and cheese desire. Um, can you wait? We've got like three minutes till the music break. Three there. minutes Nemesis. to music Not break, honey. Music breaks, but <laughs> give us three minutes and I'll put your mac and cheese on, even though it is nine thirty in the morning. Three minutes to the mac and cheese break, ladies and gentlemen. It's never too early for mac and cheese. Oh, <laughs> mac and cheese six. and cold pizza, apparently. Yeah, mm. that too. Breakfast of che- mac and cheese on cold pizza. No, that doesn't sound good. No, that sorry. No, yeah, Those that's mutually exclusive items. Yeah, don't besmirch the pizza. Yeah. And, or the mac and cheese, for that matter. Or, yeah, or the mac and cheese, for that matter. Yeah, you mix stuff in mac and cheese. You just don't put mac and cheese on pizza, though. Oh, God, now the dog's chasing him. I knew I could count on the IRC. I just knew it. Karak informs me, no, it's Rule 34. And I knew that you guys would know that. <laughs> I knew it. I was not disappointed. I want to know what rule one is. Um, oh, that's a cha- you, you just challenged the, the internet's IRC. made for porn. If that's what if oh, that's what hey, rule thirty four is, what's rule number one? I, actually, one through five. Give me rules one through five. Uh, porn, 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 and porn. Yeah, yeah. the internet is for, for porn. porn. Yeah, <laughs> and someone's gonna make a sound bite out of that. 
Yes. They have a whole song. <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, yes, in no, a video, go with it. We've sung the whole song, just not on the air. <laughs> on the strength of the machinima made around that song, I actually sought out and saw the, the production show. of Avenue Q when we were in London. Yes. Right we after, got to right see after Stalking Q. TV, we went and saw Avenue Q, which was freaking hilarious. It's huh. adult themed Muppets. Nice. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was incredibly funny. Um, little theater in London. The Bad Idea fun. Bears. Let's yes. get a 12-pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Right. Uh, Nemesis, why are you going through my purse? Say, I think it's time for a music break here on Casually Hardcore. <laughs> I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Gnora. And then there was a kind of silence. Uh, I'm Grail. <laughs> and they're not here to get the visual cues. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, off the rails, train wreck. We'll be back right after this song. You're listening to Casually Hardcore, only on WCRadio.com. Where's my drink?
pretty quiet on vent, you know? Kind of laid back. Oh my god, you noobs! DPS they are! like to chill out, kick back, relax, raid with my friends. No worries, no, no stress. How is that even possible? I use seven different shades of stupid! Move out of the fire! It's important to make sure my orders come through loud and clear. I'm a bit, well, shy. I'm not particularly loud or anything. My last event server was really poor quality. Tank it, for heaven's sakes! Tank it! How can you be so monumentally freaking terrible? I discovered UGT Ventrilo servers. Amazing quality, great prices, and they're so reliable. It was perfect in every way. I mean, I was a pretty calm guy before. Now I've got even less reasons to worry. Why? Why do I raid with you people? Why not get one of your own? UGTServers.com. That's UGTServers.com. You'll be glad that you did. It's really helped me find my zen, you know? It's not brain surgery. It's just a radio station. Although we do mess with your head from time to time. From Tanaris all the way to Nobregon, this is WOW Radio. That's great actual physical contact. Casually Hardcore continues live on WoW Radio with myself, Gnomewise, and she's not here. <laughs> oh, no. I am right. <laughs> she's throwing off the timing of the whole show. Well, she'll I be right back. Grail's the best. She's thrown herself. Okay, Grail, hush rank, because I'm going to play I big deal don't game. know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. There. Feel better, Grail? Sure, I couldn't hear it. So <laughs> I know. Just trust me, I played it. That's honestly that's that is the drop in I played, as far as you know. Uh, I'm sure. And <laughs> the uh, <laughs> you no, know, I was thrown thrown herself on the grenade that is Nemesis and his uh, so, uh, the mac and cheese double sacrifice. Oh, uh, so yeah, the uh, IRC is delivered in a big way. We've got uh, Encyclopedia Dramatica and Urban Dictionary entries on the rules of the internet. Uh, Lucifer has renamed himself Pedo Bear, which is disturbing. Um, yeah, we we found out a little more information on yeah, we did. Bear than we ever wanted to know. Pretty. The picture of the teddy bear in the Pedo Bear stance with the face of a predator from the movie Predator, Epic. you know those guys, was nice. freaking awesome. Yes, it was. Run for your poopers. <laughs> so, stop talking, Grail. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so, so we're starting rating. <laughs> back in the Nax. Yes, we are. Yep. Back in Nax Ramus again. Good run yeah. last night. I got to see some content I've never seen before. It was all good. Lots of death, but that's what learning new bosses all is all about. This honey. is true. As much yeah. as I hate dying. It was good. We died there on what much I death. think is the. I mean, our most of our deaths occurred on oh, uh, just to frame it. We started. We did the construct quarter. So, and I think most of our deaths occurred on what I consider the most technical fight, which is Grobulus. Yes, but we figured it out quite well. Figured it, 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 it out. Did it, 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 it. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I liked. I liked that one a lot. It was a lot of fun to figure it out. Yeah. Um, we had one run. That I, I wish we could have pulled it off, and we almost pulled it out. It was on our second or third attempt, and right at the outset of the fight, the main tank just got spanked, and yeah. 
we did we shifted people around and I wound up t- I was I was supposed to be off tanking the uh, jellies slimes <laughs> slimes and wound up picking up Grobulus and we actually went got him down to around twenty yeah. percent and it was complete like ah, move him move him move him move him oh god oh, oh, get the slimes chaos and mass hysteria our our paladin was stuck in the opposite corner of the room trapped yeah. behind yeah. the expanding the circles of poison gas and um she you could only heal as she came within range yep. <laughs> so, yeah. but Bring half the fight she couldn't Bring heal back. <laughs> so it was pretty yeah it was overall i think the the best part of the night was that we saw on every boss on every attempt you saw we were making progress Yes. And we kept it going and eventually down the boss and you know it was it was a good night. It took a lot of learning, but I thought uh overall it was really well. So- my my biggest problem was being over overactive on the release button once I died instead yeah. of waiting. Oh, so I'd right. get back to the instance and it was like you cannot enter the instance while an encounter is in progress. And I'm like No They're still trying. They're still trying. They're still trying. Okay. So I'm leaning over, looking over um, Sky's shoulder and going, all right, I want to see the rest of the fight, darn it. <laughs> so we start with, though, the big big blubber of Patchwork. Um, I love that play. I think we covered already where Naxxramas is, so we're assuming you've listened yes. to previous shows, you've gotten to Naxxramas. You go in the Plague Quarter, which has the big green pools, and you actually do have some trash clearing uh, that has to take place, uh, including groups of slimes, slimes that randomly just spawn kind of in the middle of your raid, and you have to deal with those. Uh, big abomination guys that have a knockback effect to them. And, and, and there's the rivers of slime that you yeah. have to leap over. Avoid. And try and avoid. And Jump those up. of you who have dash, that helps. Or some other speed enhancement hey. helps to make the, make the, the jump. Right. And the, uh, the other piece of that is we actually had our hunter, Gunhilda, stand in the slime just to determine exactly what the effect of the slime was, which I thought was nice. Because we're experimental that way. Yeah, exactly. He's like, well, is this slime. dropping our stamina or is it actually doing damage? Or <laughs> Oh, no, it's doing damage. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. Somebody oh. res Gunhilda. Yeah. Actually, I don't think he died. No. He, yeah. he, that he's, time. He stood there bright green for quite a while. Every now and then it was throw a heel on him. Somebody um, wake up, Hicks. But uh, yeah, so patchwork in the the first fight. Well, um, you have to you have to clear the entire room up to him. Yes, before, yeah, everything so before he will come, and then he'll yep. kind of slowly lumber back and forth in front of you. Yeah. Um, we did kill the cat again on the way in. Of course, Mr. Mr. Bigglesworth. Oh, uh, we often. I didn't see us off, Mr. Bigglesworth. Well, first. Night song. Oh yeah, night song made him his him pet with, with a critter bite. That was yeah, funny. several critter bites. I think that was pretty funny. Yeah, was I dope. take your cat yeah. and make him mine. Yep. Um, that um, would be funny if you could actually take him into the room with the guy and, kill and him in front of Kelthazad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be <laughs> hilarious. No, oh, not my rate. cat here. Just take my loot. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hilarious if they actually coded that and someone figured it out. Said, oh God, give me Mr. Bigglesworth! I'll give you whatever you want. Anyway, patchwork. Yeah. So things really, we learned really about patchwork. <laughs> yes. Number one, when pulling him across, because you'll pull him across the sludge pool or river, and you want to bring him to the raid, 
and start your DPS. Well, number one, pull him fully across so that your DPS uh, doesn't have to yes. stand in the river of slime Us to do types. Uh, DPS. Yeah. <laughs> that was wipe Oopsie. number one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is before I arrived. Okay. Yeah. Wipe yes, number two. It was. Both your tanks have to get aggro on him immediately. You can't just have one tank try to build up threat and then have the other tank attack. Because if that happens, he starts Hateful Strikes, which is a uh, massive hit on whoever's second on his uh, aggro table. Which, if the other tank hasn't hit him yet, he just randomly picks somebody, which was my face. And so... (laughs) That was wipe number two. <laughs> yep. Well, actually, that's I mean, and that's that's the fight in a nutshell, right there. You need two tanks on him, and they need to be the one and two positions on the threat hate list all the time because he will do regular damage to the main tank, who's ever on top, and then does the hateful strike, which is the ow, quit it on the second in line. Yeah. Right. According to other wow, than that, it's and and the to, ideal thing for the healer. Go ahead, Gwen. Sorry. Sorry. According to uh, Wowhead, it says Patchwork will use this ability every one second, hitting the m- sorry the person with the highest health in melee range for twenty seven thousand seven hundred and fifty to thirty two thousand two hundred and fifty, and it's about triple that for heroic physical damage mitigated by armor. As a physical attack, hateful strike can be dodged, parried, or blocked. This ability also adds threat to the top two in heroic three people in Patchwork's threat table. Yeah, so you got to have a lot of hit points. Mm-hmm. Which is why you're double tanking him. Um, yep. The other thing that I'll say for the healers, the ideal fight, you are only healing the tanks. And that was what happened when we took him down. You know, I, I think it was the third try. We took him down. And um, and we've taken down Patchwork several times before, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, but it was that moment of, oh, look, now only the tanks are taking damage. That's well, what it and should be. And if you be. do the fight right, so, only the tanks should be taking damage. Right. And that's and that was just what it was. The ideal fight for the healer was all right. I'm focusing on this tank. You're focusing on this tank. Boom! Here we go. This, I mean, the the only other element to the fight is massive DPS because it's a oh, huge race. That's why it's I a like gear it. check. Yeah, it's it's a pure race. I mean, in in, in defense, on our first two attempts, we were trying it with a, a new tank that hadn't. Uh, tanked him before uh, to get some experience in there. The only problem we were running into was one of our tanks couldn't take a hateful strike, so he had to be top on the list, and his the gear of the off tank was generating too much threat. Yeah, so, yeah right. Ragak's gear was too good, and his yeah. technique is too good. <laughs> I can't be number two. I'm I'm trained to be number one, man. Be number I one. Gods to be. Um, so yeah. Otherwise, yeah. It's it's a full. Nonstop uh, DPS assault. Um, it was fun because actually myself and Gwen were both in the raid, both on our rogues, and were able to set up a nice tricks of the trade oh, rotation yeah. between the two of that us. That worked really which good. Added more DPS to us, which was really nice. Um, but overall, that's the fight in a nutshell. It's actually once you get those your two tanks uh, with the massive amount of threat, uh, you really that's that's the entire fight. So he drops a bunch of goodies. Including some plate uh, gauntlets for uh, DPS, uh, hate strike, which is a nice uh, one-handed sword, uh, abomination shoulders, which are plate uh, tanking shoulders, girdle of tainted girdle of mending, which is uh, pally belt, contagion gloves, leather uh, caster gloves, drape of surgery, which is a caster cloak, sullen cloth boots. Uh, cl- <laughs> Uh, caster boots, 
Blade of Dormant Memories, which is a really nice uh, main hand uh, dagger for casters. And Retcher's Shoulder Pads, uh, male, looks like uh, Resto or Elemental Shaman shoulders. And that's it. And, of course, the Emblem of Heroism. Of course. And that's, I mean, the fight mechanic is very simple. It's just a matter of if you're not gear ready or DPS ready, he will just wipe the floor with you. Yes. He'll get to his enrage timer and he'll one shot everybody. Right. So basically, it's 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 a it's a good test of are we ready to move on in Nax? Well, can we down patchwork? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Now we can move on to basically run through Frogger at Frogger. this point. Oh. Frogger. Yeah, Frogger yes. is the hardest boss in the game. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. so, so you run through you run through the Froggers. Well, we have to tell um, them what Frogger lines. is. Yeah, there are a bunch of slimes, three lines of slimes, crossing the floor there, and you have to pass through them without touching them in any way, shape, or form. It is an instant kill if they touch you. Well, it Almost. sounds easy enough. It Almost. is because we did have yeah. some survivors. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but Raggy had so many hit points that he actually did manage to survive. He took 25,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He took a hit for 25,000. And that was with all of his armor. Yeah. That was with everything mitigating it. I mean, me, dead in an instant, I've only got 16,000 health. So, boom. Right. Um, but, yeah, you got to get through the lines of the slimes. And this is interesting because if you're playing from up here where we are, where there's a little bit of lag, mm-hmm. you could think you're running right through the middle of the slimes and you're going to miss them. And, nope, you're dead right there. It it very much is, is annoying. And then, of course, there's pointing and, and laughing and mocking yeah. from all the people well, who do yeah. get caught. The main um, thing is Frogger is just who, get a healer across the other side and just park them there until everybody's made it across. Yeah, get a reser. Yeah, get place. a reser on the other side and then just get them. Because it isn't far enough that you can't res um, back to you. So you can yep. res them across if you need to. Yep. But it was pretty funny. And it's a very short walk to the next boss. Yes. Gro- mm-hmm. Grobulus. Grobulus, who has a few giant... Uh, Decaying guys in his room, which constructs, are constructs. Yeah. Oh no, no, they're not constructs. Giants. They're, giants. Yeah, they're big giants. giants. Yeah. So they're and they're really easily handled. The only thing to realize is he does pat a little bit into the main room, and there are some giants across the room. So you need to when you pull those far giants uh, that are near the ramp up, you just got to pull them all the way back, or you could accidentally aggro him. They can hear you. I know. Sorry. Okay, so who wants the tactic? <laughs> I was. I'm listening. There's a, a thing in IRC that the best tactic for Frogger is to send a paladin in with the bubble up to pop them all. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I've seen that. That's I've seen uh, shamans will drop their totems in the path of it and it explodes on the totem, and then you can just run through. Hmm. Yeah. So you cool. can clear Frogger if you want, or you can just play Frogger as as the game, not the game within a game, Bejeweled. No. Which I. I actually said, "Is this something like Bedazzled, where they're gonna they're gonna come in with like little sequins on their outfits now?" Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you clear the room. Back to the fight. You yeah. clear the <laughs> you clear the room, and you're working with Grobulus. And I hand the floor back to Grail at this point. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So <laughs> Grobulus comes is walking up and down the ramp. Uh, what you want to do is basically engage him. Pretty close to the ramp. Now, what we found is there's a grate in the room that's in a rectangle 
uh, shape. shape, and you can see the slime beneath the grate. The best way of doing it would be to actually kite him around using the gate as your the grate as your guideline. Your tank is going to want to kite him because he's going to drop at certain intervals these little poison poo clouds that if you stand in, you die, which is not good. So let your tank, and on 10-man, he drops them less frequently than on 25, but he does do it enough that every four to five seconds you are having to move him. His second ability, which is the one that's the real killer, is he will randomly put a mutagen uh, debuff on somebody in your raid. That person needs to, or it's a mutagen ejection, needs to run all the way to a side, basically out of the kiting path, usually into the wall or into one of the nooks and crannies, wait for it to go off. That will spawn a uh, poison cloud on the ground that starts slowly expanding, and this thing becomes very large. So as soon as it drops, the person who is no longer affected can run back and start doing DPS or healing or whatever their role is. And the the, the boss needs to just be kited away from that. Eventually the cloud goes away thus freeing up that area to move the boss into, and you should have the poison clouds expanding behind him. Um, somebody have interjections? Yeah, I was I was just going to say that um, we tried to leave spaces in between the clouds so people could run between them to get to the walls. And the other thing he does is he drops the slimes, right? Correct. That comes next. Okay. Right. Now, the other important thing is if you dispel the, the injection, because it is just a, uh, a poison, I believe it's a poison effect, um, or it's a disease. So if you actually try to dispel it, it will instantly create that poison cloud, thus creating it probably where you don't want to have it. So it's really a good rule of thumb. Do not dispel it at all. Allow the person just to run and find the best place for it and let it go off naturally, which happens in 10, specs, 10 seconds. And it will do damage to you when it goes off on you. Yeah. Because I found last night that I could only get mutagen injected twice, and then I was dead. Without getting Because it took about half my health each time it went off. Right, yeah, if you didn't get a heal. <clears throat> definitely. No, unfortunately, yeah, the healers, were, it, the healers were definitely busy in this fight. Yeah, no, and yeah. it was late in the fight, and you guys were uh, short on mana, and I took two of them right in a row, and I was done. Yeah, because you also have to, uh, you have two healers, and they're just like everybody else. They have as much chance of getting the injection. So if that happens, your one healer then is basically tasked with keeping the tank up and kind of trying to keep an eye on the raid, while the other healer has to run most likely out of range to drop the mutagen down. Um, well, yeah, and you're running out of range, and maybe you're trying to cast hots on yourself while you're running <laughs> so that you don't take as oh much God, damage. Oh God, oh and, God, oh and, God. and the main healer is trying to keep the secondary healer up because if the secondary healer uh, goes down, then it, it's you're fighting even further. So yeah. Rai was working hard to keep me alive during that fight, too. <laughs> okay, so then the next ability he has is Slime Spray, which is a frontal clone spray that deals... A decent amount of damage, like 6,000 to 7,000 uh, nature damage. And every player hit by the spray will spawn a fallout slime. Thus, you want everybody behind, or you really only want your tank getting hit by this. Um, this is why you need an off tank, because the off tank then will round up the uh, slimes that spawn. And it does a proximity damage. So your tank needs to tank him away from everybody else, your off tank, I should say, while your range DPS then beats down the slime that has spawned and then moves back to Grobulus once the, the slime is dead. 
So Some interesting things that can occur in sequences here, uh, which we had happen a couple times, would be uh, Grobulus does the slime spray, the slime spawns. I picked it up. I was off tanking and immediately get the mutagen injected in me. So not only do I have to tank the slime, I have to take it with me to the edge of the room to leave my poison cloud and then bring him back, only to get hit by the mutagen injection again. <laughs> yeah. Grobulus is a big prick. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's some interesting permutations. It's hard to describe this fight. Um, once you experience it a few times, it will become clearer what you're supposed to do when you really need to be aware what is happening to your character. Yeah. Am I infected? Am I standing in the poo cloud? Uh, am I in front of him when he's about to do the slime spray? Deadly boss mobs help yeah, a lot. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. Thank you, Io. The, the thing this. I'm saying... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go. Oh, what I was going to say is that the other thing that I that helped me a lot was that the, the deadly boss mobs now has the sound tone that's different. So it dings every time the mutagen is put on someone, but it has a different tone to it when it's you. So I actually heard the difference in the ding mm-hmm. and then saw my name and then knew to run and it get also out of the way. puts the skull raid trinket over the person who has the mutagen, which is also helpful. So yes. deadly boss mobs... Got a sparkly spell effect for those of us who don't have deadly boss mods. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you see a bunch of bright blue sparkles around you. You know that you've got the mutagen and you need to move. Right. Well, and it was interesting because I thought Grobulus was substantially easier than Hygen the Unclean. <laughs> we have, you know, we, we still have beaten. We wiped a couple of times, but this was definitely easier than the safety dance. Yeah, yeah, well, it's it's, it, it's a difference. less dependent on lag. Right. That that would be the main uh, one of the main differences. This one just has it's more gets back a little bit towards a BC level boss where you do have a lot of stuff going on. Um being on vent or team speak is almost a requirement, especially if you're just learning the fight, because yes. it's really nice to be able to call out to your tank, you know, move them because there's a poison cloud or, you know, it's time to drag them to the other side of the room because we're going to get trapped by poison if we if we keep just moving them incrementally. Uh, yeah. So that that was a huge one. It was a lot of fun. It was definitely the fight yeah. where you saw each time we tried it, we were getting closer and closer. And de- and closer. Yeah, we definitely showed a lot of progress throughout. And then uh, mm-hmm. fi- finally murdered them. So, yeah. Well, even progress in the in the tanking, in figuring out how to space him so that the clouds were dropping at the right point. Um, progress in people learning where to stand and stay and how to where run. Where to run and when they're mutating. Exactly. And so we just got better each time. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed that fight. So, I definitely was not on the on the edge of um, a curse-a-thon, which happened at the end of Hygen, So, <laughs> yeah, that has so, been observed that Hygen the Unclean is the has come closest to pushing Io over the edge. Oh, I was definitely um, biting my tongues so that I didn't swear too much into Teamspeak. I try not to do that because I have a six-year-old, and I pref- you never want to hear him say the things that you've said. Back to you in his cute little voice. Yes. Yeah. Or like a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> um, I taught him one swear word by accident, um, by swearing in front of him, and um, I, I, I never ever want to hear any others out of his his little mouth. Oh, so. his, his day will come. So, so Grobulus drops. drops fat loot, consisting of the good old emblem of heroism, the infection repulsor, which is a nice casting mace, which my honey is now carrying. 
Yep. Uh, big honking graphic on that one. The bone-linked amulet, which has spell power and crit. The hand grips of turmoil, cloth uh, caster gloves. The leggings of innumerable barbs. God, they really have to come up with lots of wacky names, don't they? <laughs> I uh, want to see the graphic on that one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so innumerable walking, walking in the in the leggings. Ow! Yeah, ow, 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 ow! Ow! Well, ow. if you'd lose weight, your thighs wouldn't rub together. <laughs> oh, char. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Plate with haste and crit, and lots of gem sockets on it. The miasma mantle. Uh, which I believe we got to drop last night. Cloth yep, caster night. Uh, shoulders. Mm-hmm. The putrescent bands. Uh, leather wrists with haste and spell power. The sealing ring of grobulus, which is crit, haste, attack power, agility, and stam for the meleeer in your life. Blistered belt of decay. Leather with haste, attack power, armor pen, agility, and stamina. The bands of anxiety. Male wrists, uh, agility, stamina, intellect, hit, crit, and attack power for the last night. Uh, hunter and or melee shaman in your life. The skull of ruin, uh, shield with strength, stam, defense, shield block, and shield block. Interesting. They, they have shield block on here twice in different phrasing. Increases your shield block rating by 25. Increases the block value of your shield by 38. Okay. I guess you'll really be blocking with that one. That and that's it arms warrior that refuses to tank. God wants Dark <laughs> Helmet to tank. We keep getting drops. Tremendous purple tanking drops. Yeah. I mean, we, we got two drops in a row for the warrior uh, tier 7 leg turn-in token yep. and he was the only person in the raid who could possibly use them. So the first time he's like great, I can get my DPS legs. And the very next boss dropped the same token again. He's like great, now I gotta get my tanking legs. And we're like, That's God right. wants you to tank Dark. Oh yeah. Ding, gnomes are dead. Ding, gnomes are dead. Well, Ding. That- <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Sorry. that's only half of the uh, yes. construct quarter, but we are, I believe, running up against our next music break. Yes, we are indeed. So we'll pick up next Ramos again more next week in all likelihood. Good. So you are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Wild Radio. Got some, what do I got? I got something queued up here. We'll find out in a moment. And we'll be back right after Adis. Mastered and completely downloadable. It's the really hyperactive and totally interactive WOW Radio. WCRadio.com.
937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Casually Hardcore on WOW Radio continues with Gnomewise, Iolite, Grail, and Gwenora still together through the miracle of the intertubes. It is now mail time. I have one. Shocker. You ready? This is for... Are you, you going to do this one or you do that one? No, I'm going to do the mail first and then I'll do that one at okay. some point during the, during go, the read girl. here. This one is called Baby Ducks and Raid Leadership. <sighs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder who else had dibs on that one. <laughs> the girl's looking at me going, I know. <laughs> we both had that same email. <laughs> Do one of you want it? No, 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 go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Greetings, CH crew. Chandran here, back with another story. Last Wednesday, my sister and I decided to spend the day shopping. She dropped me off so I could buy shoes while she got her nails done. The two establishments are separated by an extremely busy four-lane highway. After purchasing my footwear, I headed towards the nail salon, totally unaware that in a few moments I would give the opportunity I would be given the opportunity to become a hero. Around 20 yards in the distance, I saw a mother duck preparing to lead at least 15 of her babies into oncoming traffic. She wanted to get to the swamp across the street, not knowing certain death was waiting a foot off the curb. Now you have to understand, I prefer the company of animals to humans by a considerable margin. Watching a family of defenseless and adorable ducks get slaughtered because of poor leadership was unacceptable. Someone needed to take over the raid. I ran at them like a madman, swinging my shoe bag and screaming at the top of my lungs. I herded them back on the grassy area away away from danger and gave the mother a piece of my mind. She responded with several angry hisses. We were not seeing eye to eye. As I walked away, I caught her in my peripheral, leading them back into the street. Apparently once a bad player, always a bad player. Cars were swerving and slamming on their brakes. They were as helpless as level one gnomes facing the curator. And trust me, this was a gear check they were not prepared to attempt. Suddenly, I saw a small stream and underground pipe connecting our current location and the swamp. After a few harsh words and more shoebag waving, I led the family into the shaded safety of the stream. As I watched their fluffy little backsides float away, my chest swelled with pride. Every so often, destiny calls, and you must be ready to answer. Sure, it was a team I should have dropped early. Some players never learn, but sometimes it's better to stick with the bad group for no other reason than to impart wisdom. Anyway, keep up the good work. Can I get a shout-out to Kryptonite and Exficiation, um, two of the newest Alliance defectors that have seen the light and made their way to Burning Legion. This from Chandran, level 80 Death Knight, Burning Legion, U.S. P.S. Foie Gras was out of the question at lunch. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it's a good email. I like her stories. His stories, I guess. These stories. These stories, yes. So, uh, Phoenix Contingent, what have you got? All right, I have one called. Here's an additional thought regarding the Children's Week and what a long and the what a long strange trip it's been. I heard you ranting about Children's Week, and I wanted to propose a counter argument to you. I would guess that most people are faithfully doing these events so they can achieve the what a long strange trip it's been. As you are aware, the end of this result is a very cool flying mount. If I recall correctly, the mount is as fast as the fastest mount in the game, and that mount is awarded to only very, very few people. This would be the top-tier arena awards. And to earn this arena, it takes significant skill and effort. To earn this mount via the Strange Trip achievement, one could argue that this should have significant effort as well. Granted, some of the items so far have been difficult, but remember the compensation. If you could get the equivalent by simply doing world events for a year, it would diminish the rarity of the mount. Now, I will grant you that keeping up 
the world events for a whole year does not take effort, and I will also grant you that accomplishing all of them so far has been difficult. However, it would not surprise me to see Blizzard have a weeding out mechanism. Perhaps this is one. If you were to ask Iolite, my guess is that there is a weeding out class in her school, too. This is one in, there is one in the Army, two, Ranger School, Navy SEALs, etc. I'll address that in a minute. Yeah. Could you consider this and maybe a couple other ones in other world events, the weeding out? I've heard many people say they have stopped trying for the strange trip achievement for Children's Week as well as for the other events, particularly ones that have a random element to it, egg drops, etc. Anyway, I want to present a possible alternative. Love the show. Mordax. Sincerely, Genredi, 38, Blood Elf Paladin, Aaliyah, Iacta, Est Guild, Earthen Ring. I disagree in that I don't think it's a weeding out process. I think it's poor design on the designer's part. And so I totally and completely disagree with what he's saying. And I'm not even doing the quest. I'm basing this on the things I'm hearing from you guys. Just the, I don't mind it being challenging. It just seemed like they were setting things up such that you could be easily griefed by other players and by me going into these battlegrounds as a non-battleground crappy player, I was ruining the experience of people who love to play battlegrounds. So give me something challenge that doesn't make me a jerk for going in and doing badly in someone else's right. battle Right. Yep. And I disagree that it's weeding out in that for me, especially having military experience, weeding out happens in the beginning. That's what basic training is. They weed out the people who don't need to be in the military. Ranger school and SEAL school, and I've known people who've been through both, that's weeding out for that particular thing. That's not weeding out for the entire military. So I'm not entirely sure what Genredi was driving at with that, but if you're talking about a weeding out process for the game, it's or at least for the military, it's basic training. If he's talking no, about he... weeding out process for for those particular quests or those particular achievements, I think there could have been better ways to do it. I th- yeah. still think it's poor design as opposed to uh, a deliberate weeding out process. Yeah, I, th- I, I think that there's, there is a, a place. Poor design is definitely a part of it. I think that it should be. I mean, obviously, it takes you a year, no matter what, to earn the what a long, strange trip it's been. And for some of us, it'll take us two years because we didn't get through everything. Now we'll have less work to do next time. But the, the simple fact of the matter is, yeah, it's a long, it's a long, strange trip to get it. Yeah, exactly. Period. And so I just think that, that, yeah, there is already a demonstration of dedication and commitment yeah. to get through them. And I don't think people mind doing PVP for the achievement if it was arranged in such a way that it doesn't, again, make you vulnerable to griefers or put you into a place where you're making other players unhappy. Exactly. Because you aren't able to do your job the way you should in that particular battleground. No, I liked Grail's idea of just change it to win a, win the following battlegrounds yeah. with your... I agree. You. At any um, rate, and by the way, there is no weeding yeah. out class at my school. Okay. Anyways, getting ready. Thank you for the email. It was excellent. Yes. I've got one here <clears throat> with a great title, which we talked about earlier. Dual spec still can't fix stupid. Hi there, crew of the casually, excuse me, crew of the hardcorely casuals. Just thought I would share a little story with you as I haven't emailed in a while. While on my warrior, I, 
alt, I receive a tell from a level 70 shaman Ask me if I'm a tank. I say, I can switch specs and tank if I get my gear out of the bank. He says, okay, and invites me. Upon entering the group, I see a shaman and two paladins in the group. I think, okay, that's cool. So all we need is random DPS. How wrong I was. <laughs> Both paladins were ret spec and without dual spec. The shaman was melee DPS and caster DPS specs. Three potential classes to heal and or tank, and all three were unwilling to stop doing the DPS to move the group along. This frame of mind really irritates me. It's, I'm not amazing at tanking, but I'll do, do it to get the group running. And yet we have these people who will only do DPS and only want to see the big numbers on their screen. Have you ever come across people who refuse to change their specs because they only care about big numbers? And how have you handled them if you have? Thanks. Keep up the fantastic work. That from Pikaru, level 80 Blood Elf Priest on Agrimar EU. Oh, by the way, we have a special request for this before we answer the dual spec question. Imp, stop sucking. Okay. There you go, Rich Wharf. That's for you. There you go. <laughs> um, don't really encounter it that much because I really, I've, I've, pretty wholesale stopped pugging um stopped pugging about midway through um burning crusade so haven't really i mean before there was dual spec would you have had those thoughts um would you have thought you know when a shadow priest showed up saying oh god you know why why won't you just go respec healing now that it's easier granted the person has to spend a thousand gold you know, do we now have these conversations with people and with ourselves? Well, well you should be dual spec healing but when the person may still be just, no, I play this game to DPS. And people may argue, well, why didn't you roll a pure DPS class? Like, well, you, you can't be a pure DPS priest. And I, and I like the things about shadow priesting. So why should I when they've given me the shadow tree to DPS in? So haven't run into it. Um, again, it comes back down to people will play the game that they want to play, and the trick is, I think, to not group with them. Um, a tool is a tool is a tool, no matter what <laughs> tools, like dual specking, you give them. Um, you can give them all the great specs in the world, and if they're either bad players or jerks or just want to play the game a particular way and no other way, you're not going to be able to force them. Well, and that was one of the things that you saw in the raid last night is you saw people saying, well, how do you want me to play this? I can do it this way or I can do it that way. What's going to benefit the group the most? That's among and, friends. Though. And That's they were we know. totally willing. Yes, but they were totally willing to change what they were doing. Now, the one, I don't know. I, it took me a long time to get a thousand gold at level 70. I mean, I know that the gold grind is easier at this point, but still the one who wasn't dual spec yet, it could have just been a money problem. True. And you just don't know. And well, so you said, just kind of cut people some slack. Both of those folks, I mean, the two paladins, I guess, they weren't dual spec. But, yeah, I would take it in the same vein as what if you walked in that group and you were grouped with a mage, hunter, and rogue? You would not have exactly. this comment That's at same all. expectation. So exactly. the, to spec a class to play, especially now, this is all for pugs. Now, if you're, if you're in a guild and your f- people in your guild aren't willing to you know, branch out to assist the guild, especially like we said last night in a raiding environment, I'd be more questioning of that. But in a pug, you know, it may be, what if they dual spec and then were horrible tanks or horrible healers? I mean, you'd probably prefer them stay with what they do well and just find another one out there. Grail just said it much better than I did. I personally suck as a tank. It would be really, really a waste for me to ever spec feral and try and tank something. I just don't do it well. Hence, my warrior is permanently 
Um, 63? Yeah. And, and yeah, I've just put her on the shelf at this point. <laughs> well, this leads into a, a good email. Uh, the answer to Grail's question. So, ah. hi, guys. I wanted to tell you how much I enjoy the show. I have every episode on my iPod. So when I'm deployed, I listen to an episode a night before I go to bed. Last week, Grail posed the question of why a shaman would dual spec anything other than DPS resto. Well, being an elemental shaman with long cast times during boss fights that require a lot of movement, I can switch to an enhancement spec to keep my DPS. Keep up the good work, and hopefully you'll see my Death Knight Dwarf Vader at one of your de- dance parties soon. Nice. Caladora, level 80 elemental shaman, guild immortal on Nordrassel. So my take on that is, yeah, I, I agree. I, I was being a little swarmy last week when I'd say that, uh, you know, you can never spe- spec into DPS, DPS. My rogue is spec that way. I have two DPS uh, type specs on them. As do I. So, and I mean, looking at my priest right now, I'm doing holy shadow because I like to have that versatility just to make sure we can get going into a heroic or whatever. But once I get a acceptable level of gear, my plan is to move my priest into a de- uh, discipline healing spec and a holy healing spec uh, because they address different types of healing. And then I'll just keep my rogue for when I need DPS uh, and switch out the character. So it's, it's perfectly fine to have two DPS specs, but thank you for the email. Next. Uh, hang on, I was distracted by people at doors and dogs barking and all that. I was going to say I'm having a flashback here. <laughs> uh-huh. There's an email in here from Dog Tusher. Oh, God. That uh, I'm not going to read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's really funny, but I'm not reading it. Oh, I see. Let's see here. I'm oh, yeah, you most out. definitely do because there's a picture attached to it. I'm not going oh. to look at the picture. It's really not that bad, but it's very funny. From subject, Pedo and Friends. Hello, Casually Hardcore Crew. Dog Toucher here, a.k.a. the name I will not say. Long time no write badly to you. Just to say hello and send you a picture and ask for a quick shout-out for a few of my friends and lists all the members of the Pedo Bear family, yes. which I'm not going to touch. Yes. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hence me not reading the, the email. Uh, yeah, the, the email gets real short when it's redacted. It's great. Uh, yeah. Better open the doors of the van. It's getting crowded in here, and we just ran out of candy. Keep up the good times, and we will be haunting you soon. Wow. Uh, huh? Yeah, wow indeed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, it's down to just me on this end of the microphone, so what do you guys got? Uh, That's an excellent question. Okay, I got a quick one here. This is uh, what we were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago about Casually Hardcore and Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. How do you see Ah, its crew? Long-time listener, first-time writer here with a short non-wow question for you all. I'm not sure if you've covered this, but Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, was abruptly canceled in the final episode of Season 2. I know you guys were fans of the show as my. Should it, it have continued? Was there enough material to do so? And how... But for how long? Uh, this is from Heat on Doomhammer EU. Uh, yeah, I personally think they were starting to branch out and r- they were laying a good frown- framework, especially at the beginning of season two, to really allow the story to go on for uh, at least another couple, two to three more seasons. Uh, but as you, right around, I think the last three or four episodes, you really got the feeling that they'd been notified they need to wrap it up. 
and suddenly you could see a lot of things were going a lot faster than I think they normally would have. Um, hmm. And then obviously you had character death, <laughs> which always is a good indication that things are uh, are petering out. So yeah, unfortunately it was canceled. I personally thought it was one of the better shows on television, um, but oh, that's that's life. That's Fox and. Somewhere there, somebody sold their soul and got Dollhouse renewed. Well, it's good. That's another one where I think they've really laid a good baseline now to really take it in some interesting directions. So I yeah, hope... Uh, some, interesting to see if uh, they're kind of toying with inter- internet viewership and DVD releases to see if they can get a batch of listeners ready for season two in time for season two using the the quote new media outlets hmm. to you know let word of mouth get out there and say okay now watch all the shows we've made them available to you on the internet get up to speed so when season two launches we have the big uh viewer numbers that we still think mean something right good one and i'm Go sorry that your show died yeah like i said i mean it's on fox so i don't have expectations that it'll last I caught the last episode. I'm like, holy crap, they're writing a different story here. And, oh, look, they just turned it all on its ear, and hey, we're in the future. Yeah. Again. Flipped it over. But, oh, well. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, indeed. Anybody? Wait, you got anything, or shall I go? Uh, go ahead. Okay. I have one here that just disappeared off my screen. There we go. To the Elders. Hi, CH Elders. Oh, thank you, Sonny. So great to listen live for the first time ever. Having one day off really give you those happy, happy, joy, joy things to do. I wanted to send a shout out to you guys to my, to Mr. Three Year slash Four Year, Total Biscuit and Blue, Pl- oh, no, Blue Please, Epic, Angry, Lovable, Crazy Brit, John McBain, aka the Epic Biscuit, aka Total Biscuit. Uh, as if you weren't paying attention, this last Friday we celebrated the four years in existence slash three years on the air celebration of Blue Please with Total Biscuit. Uh, when that archive becomes available, I highly suggest you pick it up. It is so choice if you have the means. Uh, very good show, and it was uh, had a little tribute bit hosted by Ariana beforehand, and led into Total Biscuit's first ever uh, Game Fest show, where he had himself and seven listeners slash staff members slash fans over to his place for uh, the long weekend Game Fest. And to describe it as an epic train wreck doesn't even begin to enter the solar system of covering it. Um, you should just go listen to it. Uh, also, give Nemesis fire. He has wanted it for so long. Gif! If not, I've heard that he has the voice of XT002, so just expect a lot of no, 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 no! All hail Nemesis. Best regards from Kuami, level 80 druid on Outland U. Excellent. Do we have Lovely. anything else, or shall I spiel? I think you shall Actually, spiel. I got one more. Oh, wait, Grail's I knew I could count on Grail. He is, is as you know, kind of important. Exactly. People know me. Uh, <laughs> this is Resurgence is the key to the waiting room. Uh, let's see. Hello. 
Mind Feral Druid on Fire Tree US here. I'm a longtime listener and this is my second time writing. Recently I'd come back to the game after quitting for close to half a year ago. Quit because frankly I had no one to play with, couldn't find guild, and wow, it just got boring. So throughout the half year, though, one of his friends started playing, has a level 80, giving him somebody to play with. He started playing again and enjoying it like uh, they used to. However, there's one little downside. He's a noob. Uh, I can still work my class. I know my move sequence, but it's the gear. Uh, due to me lagging behind, I'm a full, I'm full blues with no epics. Uh, not many people are willing to accept a 1.3k DPS for heroics, which can cause a chain reaction of not being able to get better gear uh, because you can't get in the heroics. Thus, you can't get in the heroics because your gear isn't better. So it's that downward spiral. Uh, so my question is, what's your recommendation on how to gear up after being gone for a while? And what is a good thing to do to boost the fun of the game when you're standing still in gear? Uh, rep grinds. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's the way to do it. Yep. Go, if you can't get in heroics, get, go a regular level 80 instances, uh, do the dailies, grind your reps to exalted for the four major, uh, Northrend ones, and you'll get at least four epics out of it. Yep, and that should help right there. Yep, uh, you can do Argent tournament also because that oh, yes. there's some epics you can get with the tokens there. Um, nice you can also just look for a guild, and if you can get in with a good group of people, a lot of times then they'll be able, they'll be more lenient in taking you uh, through heroics. Especially, it's I find it's probably the easiest class to take through an hero a heroic would be a DPS. Because if you have an undergear tank or an undergear healer, it does make that run a lot more challenging. Whereas yeah. having one DPS that's not, you know, two K high or whatever the the mark is, uh, is a lot easier to compensate it, for. It's easier to make up for the shortfall in DPS than it is to make up for the shortfall in, say, tanking or healing. Right. Yes, that is a. It's just a matter of when you're pugging, people are a, a lot less uh, likely to give you that little extra stretch say okay we'll carry you when people are pugging they're usually looking for the path of least resistance the easiest walk through the instance possible right. so get a guild if you can that'll help a lot but lots and lots of rep grinds there's grind your cash while you're grinding your rep there are some fantastic crafted epics on the auction house yeah uh, when we got io to 80 we went shopping and she emptied my bank account and got four epics right out of the box and that helped a whole lot uh, one of my things, real quick, before you go to your spiel, I, I sometimes lead like tra trade chat on just to see this to stupidity. But one of the best lines I've seen was somebody saying, "Forming level one raid for Hogger, uh, there will be gear checks and armory." Nice, <laughs> that's outstanding. <laughs> they can stay. Yeah, yeah, they can stay. That's for sure. Alrighty, let there be spiel. And the spiel was good, and God saw the spiel and smiled upon it, and the spiel was holy. Check us out on the web at www.wcradio.com. Check out all the fantastic shows there, such as Blue Please, But Wait, There's Lore, the Saturday night main event with, hosted by Emperor, who in this last week won the United States shoutcasting contest that Blizzard had hosted. Yes, our very own Emperor was the grand prize winner on the U.S. side. We're now waiting to see if Total Biscuit wins on the EU side, so it can be a sweep, because we're just that good. Rawr. 
Yeah. Essence of RP, which will be, I believe, going on an extended hiatus here, but does have an epic three-hour show coming up uh, the beginning of June to round out their current season. Max Speed! Yeah, well, you know how that ends. Uh, which is now back up to full strength with Speedia 40, Max Maps, and K. Octail and Hordak versus the World coming up next on WoW Radio with their Rantathon 2009, where they will get on the microphone and stay on it as long as they can. Yes, long weekends for the wind. And Warcraft Anonymous, and of course, WoW Things Considered featuring epic, no, legendary levels of interesting technical difficulties this last Friday. Pick up the archive. It is a laugh a minute. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. We'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel, but probably all in the same room so I can strike Gwenora upside the head. And Uh huh. I'm coming for you. You won't dodge rating. I'm a freaking bear tank. You want to talk about dodge rating? <laughs> but we'll take this offline. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week, and we are out of here. clouds when we're together just sing a song and think about sunny happy